My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney. And today I'm talking to Katie Dean. She is the founder and CEO of Rising Phoenix Fitness. Uh, today we're going to talk about finding motivation to become your best self. Uh, on the intuitive path and the wisdom path, especially for those who have higher callings and, and bigger things that they know are coming in their lives, it's so important to remember how, how our self-work and our inner work actually lends itself to helping others. We have a higher calling and some, sometimes I know, you know, a lot of my clients feel this way and I've talked to others. I've certainly been through it of saying, what's the point of trying to get better? What's the point of healing this? If, if, you know, nothing's going to come of it or if the world doesn't care. And I think uh, today this show is dedicated to helping any of those who are struggling with that thought that the vision is there to help you heal to not only are you going to get amazing things out of it, but think of how you're going to serve others by doing this work now. So um, let's talk about that. I'm really excited today. Uh, great to meet you, Katie, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Molly. You're very welcome. So why don't you start by sharing what you do with Rising Phoenix Fitness? Great name, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you. I love it. I, I came up with that name, um, the Phoenix, because it's such a great um, story around the, the Phoenix as you're, you know, creating yourself from your ashes. When the Phoenix dies, it becomes ashes and then gets born again. So I love that story with fitness and being able to create your, you know, your finding your full full potential and creating your best self um, through fitness and through health in general. So that is what I do. I'm a personal trainer. Um, I do mostly virtual um, uh, trainings, but um, I help people find their best self and reach their full potential through fitness. I love that. I love that. I know I was being more spiritually minded earlier in my life. I, I would always work on the spiritual stuff, but not not the physical stuff. It took me some some going to some hard stuff to say, hey, I've got to work on this body as well. So and it is a spiritual transformation when you really start facing some ways that you're blocked with fitness and wellness. And then it's all a self-contained system, all connected. So I think it's it's just extremely important. I, I maybe years ago would not have understood, but I do now. Absolutely. <laughs> I always say, I don't have a spiritual coach at the moment, not that I wouldn't, but I definitely have fitness coaches. So I very much value that work. So how do you, um, how do you work with people? You mentioned it's mostly virtual. So do you connect all over the world with people or is it, um, you know, yeah, just let us know how that, how that works for you. Yeah, when I first started my business, um, I didn't do any virtual. <laughs> I drove around to people on the East Coast. Well, I say East Coast, but really it's just Maryland <laughs> where I'm from. 
but um, I drove about like 150 miles a day and I was just not taking time for myself and eating in my car. And it's just, it, I burned out way too fast. Um, so I was like, you know what? There's a way I can do this virtually. Um, a lot of people are switching to the virtual world and training virtually. Um, there's business coaches that do all their sessions, you know, uh, virtually and spiritual coaches as well. Um, so I'm not fitness coaches. <laughs> so um, I have an app that I do everything on and it's kind of like Zoom where you get on the video and I get to see you through your workout and I get to watch your form, make sure you're doing everything safely. But of course we kind of discuss that beforehand. <laughs> so you kind of know the gist of it. Um, and a lot of people like to work out in their homes in the comfort of their living room. So if they don't feel as awkward having their phone up in the gym kind of thing and people watching or whatever. Um, so it's a lot of fun, it's a blast. And I work with couples, I work with groups, um and it's just it's so much fun and convenient for other people because you know they can do it at home on their own time <laughs> i love that and and what got you started in this work i mean obviously the virtual stuff it's it was due to some exhaustion i certainly understand that part there's only so much physical space we can cover at one time and when you're called to you know serving on a bigger level you've got you've got to do what you got to do but as far as the particular way that you train What's unique about it and, and what kind of called you to, to work in this direction? Yeah, absolutely. I love to help people through their anxieties. Um, I've always had anxiety ever since I was a kid and struggled with that and depression and especially around fitness. Um, and a lot of people can be anxious going to the gym or even just leaving their house to go to the gym. Um, so I try to guide them through that. Um, obviously, I'm not a licensed psychiatrist or anything like that, um, but I am a licensed fitness coach and I like to help on that level. Um, so to really help them take their, their mental side as well as their physical and work on that um, through their workouts so they can better, you know, feel better about themselves and then feel more confident when they go out to the gym. So. I love that. So it is, it's like personal development coaching along with fitness coaching, which I think is awesome. It's the ideal way to do it. I was just sharing before the call uh, with Katie that I was doing kickboxing earlier this year, which is a little bit out of character for me, but turns out I've got a warrior inside. So <laughs> it was very much a personal development therapeutic thing along with being a fitness activity. And I think for some people that don't like fitness per se, maybe thinking of it as that like extra therapeutic push to work through anxieties, fears, depression, uh, wanting to work through your limits. That's that's a really good consideration for, for how to use that. I'm sure a lot of fitness coaches do, but not, I don't think they focus on it maybe as much as you do, it sounds like. Sure, well, sure. I guess each, each their own or each coach has their own like, um, yeah, structure that they have. So, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, why don't you share, I know we have something else in common, and I, I talk about this in my book just a little bit, about um, being younger and being bullied in the world, um, whether that's for the shape of your body, um, for being overweight, just naturally from genetics, or maybe, you know, parents not knowing how to, how to feed kids properly, that happens, especially uh, in the Western world. Um, but can you share a little bit about your childhood experience and what drove you as you got a little bit older to really take your fitness to a new level and hold it into high importance for your all your overall well-being yeah absolutely um so i was definitely an overweight child um and with that comes with bullying unfortunately um kids are great but kids can also be cruel <laughs> especially mm -hmm. in elementary school so i was bullied all in 
throughout um, elementary school, middle school, and until high school, and to the point where I asked my parents if I can become uh, homeschooled because I couldn't take the bullying anymore. Um, but when I was a kid, I didn't know the nutritional value of food. You're a kid, you're going to eat pizza and ice cream and <laughs> drink all the soda that you want yep. or that your parents allow anyway. But um, I didn't, it was embarrassing. I, I was out of breath walking upstairs. I wasn't in sports um, because people would just tease me uh, relentlessly. So I ended up when I was a preteen or teenager, I struggled with a lot of eating disorders because society likes to tell women, especially that you're supposed to fit in a size zero. You're supposed to fit in this little box that we want mm -hmm. <laughs> and say the things that we want you to say and you know follow these rules. And I listened to them for a while. I was like, okay, well, I need to lose this weight in order to be approved by society. And that didn't heal my anxiety or my depression. And I was like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> Why am I not, you know, um, feeling accepted? Um, you know, I'm in this size, not size zero, but you know, a lesser size now. So what's going on? But um, it took a lot of self-reflecting. Um, and that's where the fitness world came in too. And, but the positive side <laughs> of the fitness world. Um, so that's what I gravitated towards. Um, to better my mental health as well as my physical health through eating nutritional, um, your, you know, whole foods and foods with more nutritional value to them. Um, so that really sparked my interest in fitness. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I experienced that myself of not knowing, yeah, not understanding nutrition at all until maybe my early 20s. And mm -hmm. actually, I went vegan to actually understand what my body needed, because sure. I had to look up all these things. I'm like, Oh, I didn't think about that before when I ate everything. And it was just for, you know, a few years there, and then back to kind of a flexitarian whole food diet. But it is true, we get, you know, I was a, a junk food junkie, literally addict of food. And we kind of will eat, I think, according to that addiction, and the, the way the food will trigger that happy feeling for two seconds and our body doesn't get fed and so that's really important anybody out there struggling with cravings and and not being able to kind of stick to a whole food diet it is it is a, a transition to structure over but once your body is getting fed you start craving different things i think that's mm -hmm. really important and another cool thing you mentioned is that you know you might have lost the weight and and felt a certain way on the outside looking at the mirror but inside you didn't feel complete and i think that's a really good point to make that as as we are working on our bodies um, for those out there listening make sure that you're thinking about you know how you're feeling internally and it is your body getting fed internally is your is your spirit getting fed and your emotions getting fed um, and make sure you're including that in this journey i think that's a beautiful a beautiful thing to include and so so katie you mentioned um that you found your greatest success in embracing the darkness to understand yourself better mm -hmm. and and then to shine brighter on the other side can you tell us a bit about that and how that how that was for you yeah absolutely um we all go through dark times for sure um mm -hmm. most you know unfortunately people have more dark times than others <laughs> but my dark times was um definitely in my teenage years and early 20s um so yeah i struggled a lot like i said earlier with eating disorders and that was kind of like the thing in high school where you know um uh men as well but women especially really struggle with eating disorders and not knowing how to really fuel themselves fuel their body um 
so that was kind of my dark time and it, it got real dark real fast um and i didn't really understand i felt alone in myself um because you know there wasn't a lot of friends that i i had a close group <laughs> close group of friends but um you know a lot of people with the bullying and everything so um kind of overcoming that darkness that voice that just tells you you're not worth it you're not worthy um you shouldn't be eating this xyz like um, all those triggering things so really overcoming that darkness and coming on the other side of, you know what, no, I feel like I need to empower myself. I have this thing inside me that I need to, to feed and to grow <laughs> in, in a positive way. Um, so to listen to that voice, that uh, intuition of like, I need to understand myself, if that makes sense. <laughs> mm -hmm, absolutely. Um, and, yeah yeah so definitely fueling that and coming across on the other side of look food is fuel and if i don't feel comfortable in my skin like you only have one life you only have one body why are you restricting it why are you you know putting all these scars on it mm -hmm. so that's that's part of it <laughs> i guess yeah absolutely no that's just super important and and knowing that um, you know, I had that experience too. my, my guides, I, I specifically mentioned because I was, uh, uh, yeah, in my book, but I specifically remember um, that I was sitting there going, you know, can you, can you help me out? You know, like <laughs> I'm feeling so bad, uh, you know, gut dysfunction because of all the bad food and 90 pounds overweight and just very unhappy, all kinds of other bad habits going on. I'm like, what do I need to know? And it, they were like, you've got to change your, your ways. And you've got, you've got this kind of light uh, on at the end of the tunnel, but you can't see it until you change your ways at the core. And I think I'm, I'm, I would imagine, I mean, you should share that with me. I would imagine those of us that go to those places, there is that little flicker, you know, there's, there's that little flicker that there's more than this. And if you just take some steps and do that, that hard work of healing, it actually comes to you much more easy than you would think, but you've got to take a step towards, you know, take one step towards what you want in the universal step a mile, I think they say, or it'll take a, a 50 <laughs> steps forward. Right. It will really rise to meet you if you rise to meet it. So I think that's a really good point to make. Um, listen to that little, that little voice inside that says there's more to life than this. I, I feel like that's, that's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So as far as, um, you know, we mentioned a little bit earlier about you becoming better so that you can serve at a higher level. And, and of course, a lot of people that I serve and a lot of people that listen to the show, um, they have their callings that they want to follow. So can you can you share along the way with not only your dark time, but any challenges that you've you've experienced along the way of growing your work and stepping out there of how knowing that you're going to serve others has helped you kind of transcend some of those limitations? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely struggle with anxiety still and depression still. Um, those thoughts still arise sometimes around food. Um, but so I like to power lift, for example. So um, in order to power lift, you need that protein. You need those carbs. Like if you are restricting yourself and trying to power lift, you're, you're not going to get very far. Um, and I like to compete. So um, it really helps me to uh, see that goal there and to fuel that dream um, as, as well as my clients too. 
<clears throat> excuse me, I like to really preach that with them, that food is really important. And it's not, I mean, yes, you can go to the gym six times a week and get results, but if you're not um, prioritizing your nutrition, um, you're not going to get to the, the goals that you want as long, I mean, not sustainable goals anyway. <laughs> so um, definitely um, it helps me get through my anxiety um, by helping others and by helping others um, achieve their fitness goals and really find their full potential <laughs> through fitness and through their food. So, yeah, I love that. I love that. And it, there is something about it being sustainable. And it, actually I did watch one of your Instagram videos before this call, just to kind of get to know you before I got to know you. Oh. And I, you had mentioned something that, that I was like, yes, um, of, of remembering like, this is for maybe your clients or anybody listening, but also for, for you, like, I, I noticed this, then I'm going to be an old lady one day. You mentioned like, you don't want to be 70 years old and have to depend on everybody, you know, because, you know, your hips have given out because you haven't yeah. built that muscle. And, and I know how important it is, you know, at a certain age to build bone mass, to build strength around your joints. It, it makes a lot of difference as we get older. So it's not just helping other people, but it's also investing in your long-term wellness. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. My, um, I have bad knees on both sides of my family. So I am really trying to build up my quad strength and those muscles around the knees. So I'm not, hopefully I can hopefully avoid a knee surgery in my future, but that's really what it's about too. Like, do you really want to be relying on family and friends when you're you know 75 80 years old so mm -hmm. yeah yeah and and you know life has its way with us so we can't avoid everything but we can do our best sure. to prevent it and i Absolutely. think that's a, a really good point because i don't i didn't hear anybody really talking about that very much and i guess with mm -hmm. finances a lot of people will talk about that like long-term financial investment but it's like yeah health long-term and immune system is great but yeah stronger muscles maybe we can avoid some of those kind of more mobility issues. Yeah, absolutely. And it is like a financial investment too. When you invest in your health now, you can avoid certain surgeries and certain, you know, medications that you might be have to go on later on in life. Like I know diabetes can be um, hereditary, but um, to avoid, you know, um, is that the right word? Hereditary? Sorry. I'm like focused on it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I know like diabetes can be like hereditary, but um, to avoid that as well like going forward or like when you're when you're older um is to help your nutrition now so you're not so dependent like insulin dependent when you're older so yeah makes sense to me makes sense to me <laughs> i love it i love it so you mentioned too and you you just touched on it a moment ago and i kind of veered away away from it but you mentioned that you still just struggle with self-doubt and mm. some anxiety and and you know we're human we're you know us coaches we're out there helping others but we still have our stuff so would you mind going there just a little bit and sharing what that's like um when it pops up you know what the struggle feels like how maybe it's affected you in the last you know year or so yeah um, absolutely um so my therapist helps me understand anxiety as a whole and i like to uh see anxiety as its own entity as its own mm -hmm. like cloud i call it the little uh black the cloud. cloud yes so, <laughs> i love it <laughs> that's kind of my way to understand it yeah and um when those anxious thoughts and those intrusive thoughts start coming in that self-doubt i'm like all right anxiety like i hear you i'm gonna put you on the shelf over there and i'm gonna get on my way but it took me so long to get to that spot you know it's not you're not gonna wake up and be you know that confident or that have that you know 
self-empowerment. Um, but it took years and years of therapy <laughs> to get to this, this spot I'm at now where, okay, yes, I hear you. Um, maybe what you're saying is true, but if so, I'm going to put you on the shelf and I'll get chat at you later. I'll, I'll chat with you later. <laughs> um, so really understanding that anxiety, where it comes from and overcoming that self-doubt because I still um, struggle with that and struggle with motivation. Um, I'm currently doing a, a one week uh, motivation challenge with my clients and with people to help them understand why you don't feel motivated and how to kind of overcome that. Um, so uh, just, you know, prepping your prepping your meals and prepping healthy food to like help yourself um, kind of jumpstart your day and to stay motivated throughout the day. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I, it's, it's very interesting that <laughs> I was just talking probably in my last interview um, earlier this week, we were talking about that our issues kind of walk into the room <laughs> whenever we're, we're serving people. And that's a therapist thing. I have a couple of therapist friends that say, yep, that they teach us that in school. Your issue is going to walk right into the room. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times the, the things that we help people with are the very things that we needed help with that, but that we continue to, to heal from. So it's, it's really beautiful how, you know, people who want to serve and, and lift others up, oftentimes that's our story, if not all the time. And so I, as with all of my guests, I drew a few cards for you to help you with this challenge. Would you uh, mind if I share that with the, with you and yes. the listeners? Please, please do. Oh, awesome. Well, so I've got that you have a big vision for not only your life, but your work. Um, you were called into it and pulled into it by something greater than yourself. Um, but there's something that that happens where um, you might feel like you get stuck in a loop or going back around to the same problem again and again. And I'm not sure where this problem is, if it's in a it's a, a business issue or if it's a, maybe it is this kind of thought process or negative thinking. But I feel that spirit is guiding you into it so that you listen to your inner voice more deeply and really go with that. So it's it's this kind of repeated challenge. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Got it. So so it's like that's the reason. It's not that you're failing or there's, that there's anything wrong at all. But your guides are like, let's see, let's see if she's ready for the next challenge. But we've got to get her past this first block before we can give her more. So a lot of this comes from some inner child stuff and, and things that are going on in the mind around it. Um, we talked about that earlier, you know, the bullying thing is big. Um, and for those out there listening um, that that your ears perk up like I was bullied too. I, I think it takes something to really look at the trauma that ha that occurs with bullying. It's it's an, it's a type of abuse, a form of sometimes very traumatic abuse, depending on how you know, physical it was. Um, and so you, we tend to have that little, those little abusers in the back of our heads, you know, all the time, kind of saying, well, you can't do that. Or, you know, who do you think you are or just showing up? And there's just a, a body fear that we don't even know why it's there. And I feel like there is some of that going on for you. And I'm going to get quiet for just a second and see if there's anything else that comes through about that. I feel like there's something about not being afraid that you can't get what you want. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like other people can, but you can't. And mm -hmm. so, so moving forward, um, it's really important to acknowledge what you really want to do with this work and um, know that you're going through a transformation to become that person. 
And when I see something like this, it's like, whoa, I really want to transform to a big level. And I'm afraid maybe I, you know, it's not right. Like I'm not allowed or it's not right. So I don't know what big, I don't want to throw it out there, what big business plans you might be having, but it feels like it's really what, what is calling you. And the only thing that's going to be a challenge is the, the slow nature of learning and growth around it. So, so really starting to, to put some of the structures in place and say, okay, what, what do I need next? And uh, if you don't have a team, it may require more of a team um, and a greater internet presence, uh, perhaps, or a greater um, empire, so to speak. So is that something that you dream about? Books, courses, online, like I see a oh, fitness empire. Yeah, fitness empire, that's me, yeah. <laughs> I Absolutely. love it. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Well, it's definitely coming up. Um, if anything, your current environment leads um, lends itself well to finding that confidence and just consistently, consistently telling yourself that you've got what it takes. You may not have done a lot of this big stuff yet, but there's no reason why you can't do it. It's like lifting to another level or, or learning a whole new exercise uh, that you didn't do before. Um, but the thing is to to keep very focused on your goal and not let the shiny object stuff, <laughs> shiny object syndrome, they call it, um, <laughs> get in the way, because that's going to be and I'm I'm familiar with it, you know, sometimes even in my work, it, it'll come up like, oh, maybe that's the way to get that vision to happen faster. Um, but the more you listen to your intuition, you say, okay, that's just kind of a detour and a waste of time. So I'm not going to listen to anybody else's voice, but mine and what I feel like I need to do next. Beautifully said. Yes, awesome. absolutely. <laughs> Good. So, so the outcome or the, the main obstacle here is definitely looking at what you need, um, maybe even uh, paring down some things, uh, the way that you're spending your energy or overspending any um, things financially, and make sure that you're you're focused on exactly what it is that you need to do next. Um, because there is a hope and fear that, you know, if you if you're too conservative, then you won't, you know, like, you'll have to maintain balance to be conservative. But I feel your wisdom is stronger than that. And it does mean breaking through some fears, like feeling the fear and doing it anyway is very much how you do things. <laughs> and that's why you feel so anxious. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you, you gotta fight, yeah, fight through the uncomfortable to grow. <laughs> yes. I mean, like you could you could have a comfy little life in the suburbs and not, you know, have a business and go to a job, but it's like that that would be boring and unfulfilling right. Right. so the constant push to do more is where that anxiety comes from is, is is facing those old voices that say you can't do this who do you think you are mm -hmm. so biggest thing that you can be doing and i love that that you you mentioned a therapist you know always working through those things and having support is super important on the path but um getting comfortable with uncertainty and doing your spiritual work to see these fears as illusions um masquerading as real what they say of fear is a false evidence appearing real mm, love that. <laughs> and you can tell that little black cloud you're you just appear real but you're not real you're not <laughs> you real, just right? came in brrr, try to protect me and actually in my program I, I teach that that that's the instinct to stay safe and and stay comfortable it, it really wants to protect you it wants something good for you but it just doesn't know how to get it for you other than to say, don't do anything at all. Just right. fight, 
flight or freeze or fawn or whatever, do the, do, uh -huh. do the F words. Um, and, and you're really <laughs> like, no, I want to, I want to follow this calling. So the more that you, you focus on that at this point, it's going to be the main work that you need to do. Um, because you are a healing, um, healer in this world and a healing tool in this world. And once you really identify yourself as that and set yourself free to own that, um, I feel like you are going to settle down. The, the anxiety is not going to come up forever. It'll be these waves that come up and come down in the same way that they've lessened and lessened throughout your life. They will continue to lessen. The more you, you fight back, <laughs> the more you say, I'm not letting you push me down. Then it's like, okay, it's just every time you level up, but not a long-term struggle, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Absolutely. It does. Yeah. Yeah, definitely riding the waves. And I like what you said with leveling up. That definitely, it definitely resonates. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I know it's a thing. And in this world too, breaking, breaking stereotypes and also breaking through old, the old rules, the old traditional, dare I say, patri patriarchal rules. Uh -huh. um, you know, you're in a very male dominated industry. So there is something to be said for that. And uh, you come with such kindness and strength as well with that. So it's not like... Uh, you're playing in their court. So I feel like it's important to value that and that the right people as they have already started to find you will be so glad you're doing what you're doing. And then Absolutely. there's, there's a huge yeah. crowd of people looking, looking for, for your kind of energy in that world. Mm -hmm. I would hope so. <laughs> awesome. Well, so um, great call today. Thank you so much for being here. And if people want to find you and learn more about your virtual services, where can they go? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Molly. Um, so I am mostly on Instagram. So it's Rising Phoenix Fitness LLC. <laughs> that is my Instagram handle, my Facebook handle, but I am mostly on Instagram. <laughs> Awesome. That keeps it easy. Go Great. check her out, folks. As you can tell, wonderful energy with Miss Katie Dean and Rising Phoenix Fitness. So thanks again for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Molly. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And thanks, guys, for listening. Catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, Listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.